Welcome to Cyberbytes the Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Cooper, co-founder of Aspiron Search. This week's guest, we have Itzik Alvaz, CEO and co-founder at Entro Security. After serving five years in the elite cybersecurity unit of the IDF, Itzik moved into the industry starting as a developer and quickly progressing through the ranks to CISO. He then founded Entro Security with co-founder Adam Chiriki. In this episode, we find out what Itzik and his team have been up to over the last 24 months and how they're addressing the secrets management problem, which is a TAM of over 16 billion. How are you, mate? I'm good. Thanks, good uh, thanks Joseph, for, uh, for inviting me. Well, I've been looking forward to this one. I uh, did a bit of a crash course in secrets management before this, but I'm hoping you're okay. going to be able to educate me uh, and the audience. Um, how, how's the move gone to, to Boston? How, how are you enjoying it over there? Yeah, so uh, actually, I love Boston. Boston is a is a nice, uh, <clears throat> quiet place. Um, been living around um, Cambridge area, so it's a it's a really nice place. Um, yeah, um, my I go to market teams over here, so we have a company in Boston. Um, so I'm I'm loving uh, yes. the area and then the offices as well. So yeah, yeah, class, love that. It's always great with a new experience, particularly in other country. Um, so yeah, it's a I'm really keen to with all, with all my guests. I like to find out a little bit about where it all started for you and how you got into the industry. So, yeah, keen to hear your journey to date, really. Yeah, so I'm Mitzik Alvas. I'm the CEO of Central Security. Um, started the cyber industry about 18 years ago uh, for my IDF um, position. So I was a part of the intelligence units. I uh, was on the offensive side. Uh, over there, so uh, we used to uh, break into different systems, and we used to leverage secrets uh, all of the time. We haven't, you know, spoke about what what are secrets, but uh, we we will get there. Um, so you know, after the army, I worked on several uh, several different positions. Um, was a, a DevOps for a while, was a developer for a while, but but mostly um, stayed within the cybersecurity uh, area or vertical. I've uh, been a manager for, for a long time. Prior to Entro Security, uh, I was in charge of the internal security and uh, operations and DevOps uh, under Microsoft Defender for, uh, for Azure, uh, one of uh, Microsoft Clouds. And then prior to that, I was uh, the CISO, the Chief Information Security Officer of um, an healthcare organization, the, the largest one uh, in, in Europe and Israel as well. Um, so yeah, you know, when when I was CISO, uh, or when I was uh, responsible for the security, uh, or with the security at Microsoft uh, Defender, we were uh, breached using using secrets. Uh, so secrets has been uh, around my uh, my technical life for for a long a long time. Wow, yeah. eighteen years! You basically. Uh... So I was going to say, like, where did the inspiration come from? But it seems like you've been working on this or have been, uh, what, 18 years? Uh, I, I know secrets for a long time, yeah. yeah. Uh, 18 years, yeah. yeah. 18, you, you don't look old years. enough, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, since, since the army. Yeah, yeah, great. So when did you actually found Entro? So when, when, when did that happen and how did that all come about? Because I know you, you, look, you founded with Adam, right? Yeah, so Entro, um, Entro is a secret security, uh, cyber uh, cyber uh, security startup. 
Um, and we are the fourth and, and currently only Holistic uh, Secret Security product or platform uh, for security leaders. And we started Entro Security. Uh, so actually with Adam, we started Entro Security about two years ago. Um, we went to our fourth funding round uh, about a year ago. Um, and, and yeah, you know, uh, so that's, that's, uh, that's the timeline. Currently we're, uh, we're about 20 employees. Um, the R&B, the development is, um, is based in Israel. Um, and then the marketing and the sales are built out of the, out of, uh, Boston area. Yeah. Nice. In terms of actual secrets management, what, what exactly is that for, for the audience? Can you explain? Yeah. So maybe let's frame, let's frame a secret for a second. Um, so secrets are essentially programmatic access keys. Um, so they are the keys that applications are using in order to authenticate uh, and connect to infrastructure such as databases or storage accounts or other applications. Um, so every, you know, every application that is being developed within any organization uh, needs to use other services, right? Such as uh, databases or storage accounts. And in order to connect that uh, to them and, and to authenticate against those um, they need keys and those keys are secrets. Uh, and the main problem uh, we're seeing in the market today is that uh, those secrets are being created and handled by the teams that are not responsible to secure them. So they are being uh, created and handled by uh, the different R&D teams, by developers, by DevOps, uh, by SREs and, and et cetera. And they are scattering them around. Uh, so they can commit them into code, they can store them, uh, within within vaults, which is a database for secrets, but then you have a lot of those within any organization. Um, they are sending them over select messages or teams. They are storing them within Confluence, uh, Wikipedia, or Jira tickets, and so forth. So the, the main problem we're seeing in the market is that uh, security teams of the organization have no idea how many secrets they have uh, and where and where are they. Yeah, nice. I um I was reading up and it said that secrets management is one of the top three uh, attack vectors. Is that is that correct? Yeah. So according to IBM and Verizon, uh, the leading reports uh, for the past four years in a row, secrets targeted attacks are among the top uh, three attack vectors out there. And then number one, the fourth, our most uh, costly or devastating attack to an organization. Uh, and, 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 and it makes sense, right? When you think about it, if those secrets can, are keys and those keys can access your database with your customers' uh, data um, and they are scattered around and no one knows how many keys they have and where are they. Uh, so yeah, you know, it makes sense. Those are one of the top three attack vectors in terms of frequency and the, the number one uh, most costly and destructive attack to an organization. Yeah, wow. So I was looking as well and it said that the, the the total addressable market for for this specific area is over sixteen billion, and yeah, you're the only yeah. guys as as it stands. You're the only guys with this holistic platform that are approaching it. Right. Yeah. So um, you you have your vaults. Uh, we talked a bit about vaults earlier. Um, so vaults are again a secret a secret storage a place in which you can store your secrets uh, it's um, a product for development it doesn't uh, offer any management or visibility over those secrets um, and the main problem with vaults is that again you have a lot of those 
Um, so if you're leveraging Kubernetes, now you're probably using Kubernetes secrets, which is the, the default vault offering of Kubernetes. Uh, if you're using GitHub, you're using GitHub secrets, which is another vault, and then AWS secret manager, another vault. So you have a lot of vaults. Uh, and also, you know, we talked about that the secrets poll problem about organization uh, or security teams have no idea how many secrets they have and where are they, but even if they find the secret. Um, so if you ever seen a secret, it's a, it's a long string. So you don't have any information about it. Uh, so even if you find one, you don't know who created it, why, what it can access, is the secret enabled or disabled, what permission it got. Um, so the context is very, very important uh, because if we have two exposed secrets uh, and one of them is disabled and one can use it, who cares? But if the other one has admin permission over our most sensitive database and it's been exposed publicly, then we should probably do something with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, Vault doesn't offer any um, any context over the secrets or any management. And then the, the other tooling, so we're, we're not alone in this block. So we have the, the Vault bucket and then mm-hmm. we have the secret scanner uh, bucket. And secret scanners are essentially uh, regex patterns uh, scanners so they can find credit cards if you would like them to, and they can find uh, social security numbers, and they can find secrets. But again, without the context, they will find thousand possible secrets at your code repository. And then what? Who's the owner? Who should I approach? How many are actual secrets that can access my environment? And how many are false positive? You have no mm-hmm. actions about that. Uh, and, and yeah, we're the only one who's, who's doing it holistically, uh, searching everywhere for secrets, uh, are able to enrich them. So once we will give you a secret inventory and understand how many secrets you have and where are they and provide the secret inventory, uh, we will classify and enrich it secret. Uh, and we are able to visualize um, the, the lineage map of each secret, uh, which application is using what secret to access what cloud service and other vital data around it, when it was created, by whom, when it was last replaced or rotated for compliance, what permissions are associated with it, uh, who's the owner and so forth. So everything you need to know around the secret. And then we also continuously monitoring those secrets for any abnormal behavior. Uh, so if your secrets are being accessed from Russia and you don't have business over there, we will let you know. Um, and, and you know that what happened to last part, right? Uh, so I saw you also as a Gartner call vendor. What, what, what category is this coming under? Yeah, so Gartner call vendor is under uh, identity uh, security. Um, so secret security, uh, it's uh, it's basically cross verticals, uh, but uh, machine machine identity, uh, it's, it's probably the, the 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 main category that it's gonna fall under, uh, and 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 also you know when you think about it, it, it also makes sense. Right? Uh, you have your human security, human users that are able to access your emails and storage uh, drives and and so forth, you know SharePoint or whatnot. Um, and then you have your machine identities uh, that can access your databases and storage accounts and yeah. and everything else. Um, and we are, you know, protecting uh, human users pretty well, right? We are MFAing that. Um, we have temporary passwords. We have fingerprints. We have everything, and those can access their personal emails. Uh, and we don't have a lot of security around machine identity. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, secrets, they are cross vertical, but, but their main, uh, main category is, is machine identity. 
really exciting space like i know you've been going what two years now but you, you do have some customers under your belt and i've seen that you yeah. post on your website about some of the companies that you are working with in terms of current clients how are they benefiting right now have you got any sort of case study that you can talk about or yeah yeah sure sure so um okay so i will give you i will give you a use case that actually was our first uh beauty ever uh they, they are customers now but uh, our first uh, proof of concept proof of value um and actually like two days after we onboarded someone just downloaded uh their entire secrets from from the vault right and how can something like that even happen right so that someone is downloading all of your secrets all of your programmatic access keys um the short answer is no one monitoring that. Um, and, and then, you know, they had a DevOps guy who was fired and for some reason, he basically downloaded their entire secrets and they had to rotate all of them and basically replace them. So that was like two days into our first POV ever. Um, and and, and we're, seeing, we're seeing a lot of stuff. We're seeing uh, secrets that are exposed within dark web. We're seeing secrets of customers that are exposed publicly and can access your most sensitive uh, resources. Um, test employees, uh, that's also something uh, we're, seeing, we're seeing a lot that, uh, you know, developers that left the organization, they created secrets, they created tokens. We are pretty good at offboarding human employees, but we're not that great at deleting their secrets so they can still leverage those they can still use their secrets use those tokens uh, to connect to their former um, environment so your you know your organization after they left the, the organization uh, so we're seeing a lot of those uh, of course um, over permissive secrets uh, so when developer or devops creating secrets they will give it uh, admin or higher permission than needed so you yeah. need to Right, I that. Uh, yeah, we we have a lot. Of, I have a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. What's the uh, what's the future hold for Intro Security? It's sick. Yeah, so secrets are um, you know, one vertical um in the the identity, the machine identity space. Um, so basically, uh, growing into the the entire space, protecting machines uh, and protecting uh, organizations against, uh, as you mentioned correctly. Uh, one of the top three attack vectors out there uh, and the number one most costly uh, attack to an organization uh, and, and hopefully reduce that and bring those attacks into lower numbers. Awesome. It's it. I wish you all the best of success, brother, with it, uh, Entro and make it all the best of success. Yeah, Joseph. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Good man. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed today's show, please like and share with your friends and colleagues as this is really important for the show's reach. If you'd like to be our next guest or are interested in Aspron Search's staffing solutions, please get in touch directly with me or reach out to us via our website, www.aspronsearch.com.